Hello and welcome everyone to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 22, Visiting Prague and so much more. I'm here with my amazing co-host, the dude with the tood, the man with the plan, the guy with the... Uh, I, I don't know what rhymes with guy right now, but my amazing fellow co-host, Jared. What's going on, Jared? The guy with the... Guy with the tie, I, although you're not wearing a tie right now, but oh, they man, don't I know that. Anything either. I thought I, I thought I'd have something by the time it was my turn, and I got nothing. The guy with the the guy who the guy who tries that doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> but you do try, so that's not that's not false. Yeah. If you want to see me trying, follow me on uh, follow us on Twitter at untranslatable one, the number one. Uh, if you want to see Chad try, follow him on it on <laughs> follow us on Instagram <laughs> at the untranslatable podcast. Uh, and, uh, if you want to try to tell us some stuff, some untranslatables or some other fun stuff about your traveling, uh, email us at the untranslatable podcast at gmail.com and yes, sir. Uh, tell us stuff. Yeah. Nice. Absol- stuff, friendly absolutely. Stuff. Only compliments. That's all we accept. Yeah. Only compliments. Yeah. Just, just tell us how great we are. <laughs> exactly. <away>. Exactly. <laughs> we, <laughs> exactly. Oh, speaking but, of which you could also review us. We never say that, but you should probably review us. Five stars would be probably better ideally uh, I, I i but um yeah speaking of telling us we're great right and speaking of five stars i have an amazing five-star guest here back with us again my good buddy jeff he has been such a trooper traveling all over germany well not really all over but all over berlin and now all over the czech republic with me uh been been fighting through the jet lag um jeff tell our audience hello yeah hey happy to be back uh this is my episode number two for episode 22 this That's is right. uh this is uh another night here this could be a last night in czech republic so we're kind of wrapping it up here with my buddy chad uh but yeah happy to be back to do it all over again thanks again for being back here man uh we're running on fumes it. <laughs> right. That's that's just a part of traveling, you know, running on those fumes, especially when you're visiting Prague and so much more. It just comes with the territory. But before we get into that, uh, I want to I ask Jared and Jeff a question. Have you guys heard at all about what J.K. Rowling, uh, she's been in the news lately. Do you, either of you know what's going on with her? Uh, is it book related or personal related? Uh, I would say personal related. Oh, you, is she, I, 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 I know what it is. Okay, what is it, Jared? She's opening a school. Oh, I didn't. I actually did not know that. That's oh, that's just a guess. That's just a guess. That's just a guess. Okay. I don't. I mean, that's a really that's good not guess. news. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, we have brought up other celebrities, aka LeBron James, who's opening up a school on. Oh, that's episodes. true. Maybe that's so. That's not a bad guess, right? Not a bad guess. Jeff, you got any guesses? I, I, I do not. Is uh, is Harry Potter uh, twelve coming out? It is having kids. It is not, although I'm sure there would be many Harry Potter fans that would be stoked for that. But no, J.K. Rowling actually is now off of the Forbes billionaire status list. Do any of you have any guesses why? Uh, Does she donate? Yeah. uh, Very good, Jeff. Yeah. So she's been so charitable with all of her money. Exactly. Um, She is now not apparently a billionaire. Put your money where your mouth is, I guess. I respect it. Oh, for sure. You got it. That would be hard to do. That would be hard to do. I mean, I'll donate. I'll I'll donate. I'm talking like, you know, once I'm a billionaire, (laughs) (laughs) I would donate. But to to 
that that's that is I, I that's I mean billion is a lot that you have to give away a couple billion. Well, I don't think Jake. she. I don't think she donated a billion dollars. I think she just was a billionaire, and then donated you know certain amount of millions, which is still pretty. Oh, so you're saying she had like one point three billion, and she gave away like. Point four, like six, like six hundred million or something like that. Exactly, something, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and where is this money going? Do did you read that in the article? Oh did man, you make it that far. Oh man, Jeff's the, already stumping me, and we're not child even labor mines in uh, Africa <laughs> and uh, <laughs> in Asia. <laughs> I don't know. I'm curious, but it's it's been. She's I think, opening just up a new Nike. <laughs> Rawlings. Oh, Check man. out these Air Rawlings, bro. Right. But uh, I don't know. I got to give the woman a lot of credit. One, her clapbacks on Twitter are straight fire. If you haven't seen those, those are great. Chaz has been reading black Twitter, everyone. Did you hear that? I mean, I do love black Twitter, Jared. You know that. Her clapbacks are straight fire, everyone. What would you what would be a a, what would be a more? uh, I mean, that was that was in black in black Twitter lingo. That was grammatically correct. Okay, perfect. It was just it was just shocking. I was surprised. Okay. I look so proud. I got to keep you on your toes, Jared. (laughs) (laughs) So where's where's this money going, Chad? Is this money going to uh, like? You're, re- you're really making me Google this right now, aren't you? Okay. Is it going to like, um, like Rawlings Charity? Like it's going from her personal account to like Rawlings Charitable Foundation, where then a portion uh, of that money goes to um, charity. I'm not sure. I'm sure. She I don't know. Has. I'm not. Uh, she's a very. I, I'm. Sh- I'm shitting on her, but she's. I, I don't actually think any of this. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hold up. I might have uh, just. Oh uh oh. Did I just? Uh, Oh no! Chad got I a just virus. Spread, did I just no? Did I <laughs> that'd be even worse? Did I just? Uh, I might have just spread some serious fake news. Hold up! I'm checking. I need to check Snopes before I say this shit on our pod, Jared, because I'm on Snopes right now, and it says J.K. Rowling drops off Forbes billionaire list due to charitable donations. A popular internet meme says Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling dropped off the Forbes billionaires list because she gave so much money to charity. <laughs> Chad getting his news from a meme. Right, I mean, yes, I am. Which is a which is a horrible, horrible place to find news. Um, oh what's God. true, J.K. Rowling? Oh, wait, hold up. Here you go, J.K. What's true? Uh, J.K. Rowling dropped off of the Forbes billionaire list in 2012. So this actually is not news. So I apologize to our lovely in listeners 2012. out there. Oh. Due to a combination of factors, including the estimated 160 million she donated to charity, and also check this, Britain's high tax rates. She what's donated false? to the government. What's false? J.K. Rowling wasn't the first billionaire to fall off the Forbes list. Thankfully, I did not ever claim she was the first billionaire. So I guess we're safe no, there, Jared. No, no, you definitely didn't say she was the first billionaire. No one thought she was the first billionaire. Well, to drop off the billionaire list. But oh, uh, either, uh, uh, either, uh, way, either way, I guess it's not super recent. But to all of our memesters out there, thanks for uh, educating me on, one, checking Snopes after I read my memes. And two, that she, that she has donated over... 160 million. That's that's crazy. I can't believe Chad is coming to the untranslatable podcast with meme news. This well, is now we know, Jared. <laughs> I'm almost a little offended right now. This is the level of uh, research Chad does, everyone. I'm just going to quote Black meme Twitter news. from now on and, and stick, stick to my safe areas. <laughs> you might be a little bit more relevant than uh, this 2012 news if you, if you quoted Black Twitter. <laughs> You're probably right. Well, anyway, that's that, the, go ahead. That's the thing I hate about Instagram, though, is every like most of the things I see on Instagram. It's like, dude, I saw this on Twitter like a week ago. Like, like right. what's 
Instagram is so far behind. It's like they're on some sort of alternate timetable. Except for those amazing Instagram untranslatable posts. That's true. Those are uh, those are always fresh and hip and brand new. That's right. But yeah, so anyways, enough about J.K. Rowling and my outdated uh, meme fact. What's been going on with you, Jared? <laughs> uh, not much. You know, I had a long weekend. It was pretty nice. Um, I went to, uh, well, the, there's, oh, you know, there's Made in America. Do you know what Made in America is? Uh-uh. You don't know what it is? It's a, fe- do you know what it is, Jeff? I do not. No, what, what is that? It's a, uh, music festival, Made in America. Okay. And it's, uh, apparently it used to be in LA as well, but it's in Philadelphia. And, uh, they, they have a lot of, uh, hip young, uh, rap artists. Mm-hmm. And it goes along the street that leads up to the Rocky building. Oh, Nice. Uh, as everyone call as it's known, I think that's the official title for it. Uh, but I actually, during Made in America, I actually walked into the Rocky Building. Turns out they have art in that building. Did you know that? Mm. <laughs> I, I mean, I've never been to Philly, so no, sir. No, uh, yeah. So the the Rocky Building is the Philadelphia Museum of Art, and I went in there, and I went in there before it was it was close to closing. But uh, every first uh, Sunday. Of the month and every Wednesday, it's pay as you, pay as you wish. Oh, nice! And uh, they got so they how got how a, much you drop, Jared? How much you pay? Uh, Six thousand dollars. And uh, okay, that's fair. They, <laughs> <laughs> I felt a little embarrassed. I felt like maybe I should put another thousand, but I was like, I'll be back soon. Well, when you but, rolled up with your Lamborghini Booking dot com or your Ferrari, <laughs> sorry, your Ferrari. My apologies. Oh, that's for real money. Drop it twenty five dollars at a time. Yeah. Um, so it, it was, it was nice though. I liked it. And I, I also like going, uh, I like the idea of going to a museum on my own time too. Uh, because, uh, I've been to museums with people that have been there for hours. I've been to museums where people have been there so long that I have left to get lunch and came back and they were still in the museum. Yeah. I can't do that. I just get just kind of like with traveling as Jeff and I were talking about earlier today, like. When I go to museums, it's just pure sensory overload. You know what I mean? Like, right. if I'm there longer than, like, two hours, I'm, like, my brain is fried. I just want to, like, lay down and take a nap. Uh, Jeff, what's your what's your museum protocol regimen? You seem like you could spend hours in a museum. No well, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, <laughs> I'm the type of guy that gets annoyed by, uh, you know, people watching is fun, right? Um, museums yes. are great to people watch. But the tourists that are taking selfies in front of everything, you kind of have to throw some bows, work your way through. Um, it, it gets, <laughs> it gets, it gets <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, no, I am not the I'm not the type to spend all day at museum. Um, I am the type to go leave for lunch. So uh, yeah, we'll have to do that next time. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I had a I had a uh, a friend who's also my cousin, I guess. But there are other friends there, and th- we were at a, one of the Smithsonian's and. Um, in uh, DC. DC, when I said I left for lunch, it was because they wanted to get lunch in like the museum cafeteria, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Hell no, I'm not getting some museum McDonald's for uh, <laughs> for lunch." You must be out of your mind. It's a good phrase, some museum McDonald's. I like that. And so, much like at my sister's wedding, when people uh, started partying at a club, I when I pulled an Irish exit, I pulled just pulled an Irish exit from the uh, museum. <laughs> And once I was out, I texted him and I was like, "Hey, uh, I'll I'll see you guys later. Just let me know when you're done." And I, you know, right, did my own thing. You you know what you know what's crazy though. Speaking of museums, Jared, 
Um, I love going to muse art museums, especially with my dad, because he's such a big uh, art buff. I yes. mean, as you know, you've seen his collection of art books. Um, I mean, he actually knows how to do real paintings, too. He right. Well, well, yeah, he has a master's of art from the Berlin Academy of High Arts. But anyways, um, he can... He can okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Name job. <laughs> exactly. uh, but he can he can spend literally. I kid you not. Like when we were in Chicago, he went to the Chicago Institute of Arts. He was there for five hours. He went there three days. He was there for five <laughs> hours the first day, like four hours the next day. See, like that's different though. Day. That's different. Right. If for that, I think you like. But he also has no problem going on his on his own because he's looking at like strokes. Oh, for sure. Stuff that people like our our, our stupid eyes don't even recognize. Right. Which is why I like going with him because, you know, I can pick his brain and really I get a lot of cool info from him. But um, but yeah, I just more than two hours. Forget it. I can't do it. That's kind of like me when I that's kind of like me when I go to the auto show. I could spend like a good two hours, two and a half hours at the auto show. Like, you know, spending a, a good amount of time looking at the latest Honda Accord. Like, oh. So they no longer do the two screens now. That's an interesting change. I like that. <laughs> and they're the type like, of guy that, that sits down in the front seat and that pretends that you're driving. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're well, that you guy. have to. Yeah. You have to make yeah. the noises. Yeah, yeah you, wait, you wait in line. And, yeah. I, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm not good at waiting in line because I hate just standing there. I, I hate lines in general. So I'm not good at waiting in line, but I'll, I'll, I'll like if someone's in there, then I'll, I'll, I'll like pretend to li- pretend that I'm looking at something else while I have my eye on the on the driver's seat. Nice. But I I can't just stand there waiting because I also I also don't want to make that person just feel awkward. like I don't want to mm-hmm. like if the person wants to play vroom vroom a little bit longer, you know I'll play vroom vroom when it's my turn to play vroom vroom. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. That's you got sure. the guy in line just staring at you, right? So I, I've done it with the uh, the Teslas, right? The brand new Teslas. I had to sit into it, but then it's just so damn awkward, right? You got the next guy just staring at you. And yeah. what what can you really do just sitting in the front seat? Yeah, listen. Line, to line, yeah. Lines are the worst. Speaking yeah. of lines, uh, this happened to me today, which I thought was awesome. This is when I knew my mentor was the real OG. Um, we uh, Jeff and I got to go to this really cool cafeteria today in our town. Um, well, really, maybe really cool is the wrong word, but it's just like a regular cafeteria that all the teachers CC's? and students go to. What? CC's Pizza? Uh, not CC's pizza, but, uh, well, how um, good, how good could it have been? <laughs> it was, it was really good, dude. We got some authentic, uh, um, Czech food well, Czech and German food kind of, but, uh, what was crazy What's that? though, what was it? Sausages? We got, no, actually we got, uh, this is why I say Czech and German food. We got chicken schnitzel with, uh, with potatoes, but they serve okay. a large uh, schnitzel in the Czech Republic too. So, oh, nice. and we're on the border to Germany. So I, I would, you know, because when when my mentor was like, "Yeah, this is fairly traditional Czech food," which could also, I think, be grouped into the German food category. But speaking of lines, which is why I bring this up, we were going to go pay for food, right? And there was a long line um, at the cafeteria. They're called queues, Chad. Oh, sorry, See, that's right. The British English, the queues. <laughs> Good call, Jeff. Good call. <laughs> and so she goes, she goes, "Yeah, the the queues are a little long. Why don't we?" Why don't we like go back to the school and then come back in like an hour? So like we went back to the school, hung out for a while and then came back and there was no line. And then we paid. So shout Wait, out you to ate the MVP. food. Well, yeah. So the way it works there is you you get like a prepaid card. You can swipe it. But because Jeff and I were guests, we had to go in and pay for our food. And then I also had to set up. My so she's like, let's go eat, and, and we'll come back and pay. And then just not pay. I think she just ran shit there. I mean, she just really just made her own rules, I think. I mean, 
When if we were by her, <laughs> we could do whatever we wanted. Exactly. Yeah. You know? She she was the hey, boss. Hey, you guys. Do you guys yeah. want dessert? Yeah. Uh, no, we're good. Get dessert. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. You'll have some. We're taking like this. It. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, yeah, and you know, this People was actually are scrambling out of the nice seats by the window as you're walking up. <laughs> exactly, nobody <laughs> nobody messes with her, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was just really cool though, and it was so nice of her to to bring us along. And uh, we'll talk about this more once we get into the segment. But she showed us, she gave Jeff and I the legit VIP treatment today. Like she drove us all over, like three different towns near us. Uh, or I guess two different towns and then drove us around my town as well. We'll talk about that in a little bit though. Uh, but that was awesome. But when I got you actually start uh, working today, today, see, dude, we don't have labor day here. Like right. You do in the States. Today, well, today's, I mean, today's labor day, everyone. Uh, this is when we record, yes, uh, but <laughs> working hard on labor day. I mean, uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, only, I'm a, only the truest Americans work even harder on labor day rather than not working. Oh, you think you, you're a real American because you're uh, taking off on Labor Day? I'm a real American because I'm working on Labor Day. Yes, sir. Making no money. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm surprised you didn't hit that ham horn after that little speech I shared. No, no. Not yet. No, We're not there yet. That's okay. That's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but, yeah, but it was just a cool day, man, uh, and we'll talk about it more um, in the next segment. But, Jared, I'm wondering, do you, do you happen to know what time it is, man? Uh, I think I could hear I think I can hear something. Is that the untranslatable owl? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, it is. So, Jared, uh, I want I want you to hit us with a with an untranslatable. I'm hoping Jeff and I can put our two brains together and figure out whatever. Yeah, the heck we'll do this family feud style. There we go. Nice. <laughs> I expect uh, some really good Steve Harvey commentary after our. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I can't do it. I can't do it. He's the greatest. Oh, man. Anyways. What's so the first label, Jared? The first one is Indonesian. Mm. And um, by the way, uh, Jeff, you're getting some free polyglotism insight right here. This mm-hmm. is the, the, people, usually people mm-hmm. will pay thousands of dollars for this they pay the big our, valuable our tickets here. rival tony yeah. robbins uh, conventions <laughs> <laughs> so do our messages actually fun fact um so the first word is buaya darat and uh i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna guess neither of you know what that means uh my indonesian's a little rusty unfortunately so no the literal yeah. translation is land crocodile and uh, I'll give you a hint. It's not uh-huh. offensive, but it is slightly. It is used for uh, not a good, not a great. It's not a great thing. So this is not politically correct. Is that what you're saying? I mean, it's not that it's not. I mean, it happens whether it's politically okay. correct or not. It's something that does happen. <laughs> <laughs> so get over it, everyone. <laughs> yeah, you, you, got any, you got any ideas? Um, land crocodile. Land crocodile. But it's a thing that happens. I'm not sure. Is it kind of like a like a black sheep or like a person who's like like doesn't belong where they are? Uh, no, so it yeah, is yeah. not. Okay, fish out of, fish out of water, uncomfortable. No, no, land no, crocodile. no. This is all too nice. Can can you give yeah. us can you give us some uh some of your world class examples, Jared? Um, I think I can. I gotta think of uh, let me think. I need a second on this one. Ah, man. 
I can't think of a. I, um, who's a good example of this? You can, you can make me the scapegoat, Jared. I'll accept it. Okay. Um. So, uh, you know, Chad moved to Czech Republic, and he's got this teaching job where he's making, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars every year. Bank. And uh, he's living in this penthouse suite, and he just has. It's it's just like a revolving door of 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 people of of people going in and out. Chad's just this land crocodile leading him up. Everyone that comes in, he just eats them up and then just spits them out. Oh, is that a player? There you go. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. There you go. Really, a land crocodile is a player? Yeah, it's a womanizer or a playboy. Ooh. Interesting. Okay. And they said, and according to whatever website I got this from, they said the origin of this phrase is unknown because, on the contrary, crocodiles are believed to be faithful and loyal animals <laughs> in Indonesia. And when I was reading that, I, I was like, well, it seems pretty obvious to me where it comes from. Uh, crocodiles, what do you, yeah, they're, they're nice and loyal until they eat your face. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? Where, you don't know where it comes from. That's fair. Well, yeah. Jared, I had to, since we are living it up back in the Czech Republic, I had to give you a couple of good Czech ones. And I'm going to keep the theme going with the reptiles. And uh, this one is, oh. uh, is, is a really good one. Okay, Chad. Yes, sir. <laughs> and this one is... We are professionals, it's, it's everyone. Czech. Yeah, we are. Um, and this one is... And it means, smooth, uh, it means to... Um, to pat a snake with bare feet. Jeff, can, do you know what it is? Can you see it? He yeah, sees I'm it. reading yeah. the Wikipedia page right now. Um, ah, okay. To pet a snake with wet feet? With bare feet. With bare feet. Uh, to tempt fate, to like do something like... The, you're doing, doing something where, you, where you're, it's getting hurt or in trouble is inevitable. Or like putting yourself into an obviously sticky situation. I would say that last thing you said is a little better. We have a we have a really good idiom in English that we would use. In English, we would well, I'm I'm gonna give it to you because you basically got it. Uh, wait, I'm trying to think. Good. I, I feel like good. I know what you're talking about. All right, yeah, think think about it for a second. Yeah, it's an idiom that we use. So to pat a snake with bare feet, we would say something different in English. Go, just tell me. Ugh. God, you in in English, we would say you're walking into the lion's den. Okay, that's not that would not have been my guess. <laughs> okay, it makes sense though, right? To pat a snake with bare right. feet, you right. know. Um, but yeah, so basically, you know. You also, know, when I hear lion's den, you know what I think of? You think of the adult superstore, the the store by Albion, yeah. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just slightly different walking into the lion's den. Every every mall I've been to in the Czech Republic so far, which has only been three, but every one of them they have this store. I think it's literally just called the erotic store. So it also kind of reminds <laughs> me of the lion's den. They're just direct uh. with it. But yeah. So, anyways, Hladetarabosunohu, um, which also rhymes in Czech, which is kind of cool, or at least the last two words do. Um, yes, it is to pat a snake with bare feet, or basically to um, be in a dangerous situation. But what's interesting about this phrase, Jared, is it's kind of a fun phrase because there are actually pretty much no poisonous snakes in the Czech Republic. Oh wow! So, Lucky you, right? So I'm gonna pat all those snakes with my bare feet, and life <laughs> will be good. Uh, 
So, so now, so now, person. Jared. Uh, thanks, buddy. That's why I've been trying to beef up on my on my black Twitter. Uh, but but we got some we got some uh, we got a treat for you today, Jared. Uh, Jeff has a couple untranslatables prepared for you as well. So we're all right. We're really gonna flex those polyglot well, hey, muscles we put, tonight. We put everyone we to work. We're right. we're going all around the world here. Uh, this is actually Swedish, uh, and the reason why I chose Swedish is because I will be spending uh, my layover on the way home. And uh, let's see, it'd be Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll be staying in Sweden for uh, a couple hours. I think it's like four hours. And the word is planka. Planka? Probably planka, planka but yeah. Planka. planka. Chad, do you know what it is? Planka. Uh, well, I, I saw Jeff doing his research, so I kind of do. Oh, my but, God. And I can, and I can, give, you a, I can give you a hint here. Um, this is something that Chad and I probably could have done down in the subway. Um, so, you know, you heard our you heard our story yesterday about our getting our tickets checked and all that and paying for our tickets. Actually, Jared, this would be you on a subway for sure. <laughs> Planka. Or a train uh, or whatever. Planka. Probably could have done this. Is it like ri- riding without a ticket? Kind of. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Which, by the way, I wouldn't do. No, that's that's Never. not quite it, though. But I guess if that's not what it is, then. It, so it's pretty close. Do you want another guess? I mean, think uh, about it. So think about after you, you know, before you buy your ticket, kind of how do you get into the, the subway? What do you have to pass to get in the subway? Oh, like a turnstile? Mm-hmm. Is that Plan- Planka? Planka. Planka's turnstile? Mm-hmm. No. All right, just tell me what it is. All right, so Planka, think of uh, a plank. You want to get as flat as a plank, and what you do is you sneak behind someone that's going through their turnstile ahead of you, and you sneak behind them. Oh, that's good. So like someone that's slow, you like planka around them? Right. Yeah. That's why I said you would do it. Like I still think you'd have your ticket, but you would totally planka so you can get in there quicker. Am I right? I mean, maybe. It depends maybe on the not. situation. Okay. It depends on the situation. I, I, not if I'm not in a hurry, but if I'm in a hurry, I'll plonk at someone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I am a smooth walker too. I could plonk at someone pretty you. well. You're I like also, that. you're also a fast walker, dude. I cannot keep up with you whenever I travel with you. Uh, yeah. I see. I, I never really realized that until like my parents visited me when I studied abroad, when we were studying abroad and they're mm-hmm. constantly like behind me and I constantly was like stopping and turning around and waiting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you guys aren't old. This is not old people movement. This is, mm-hmm. I think this is a, a personal problem, not, not them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jared, you got an untranslatable for us? Yeah, I have one more. I, I have another Indonesian one. Ooh, nice. Uh, Babi Buta, which uh, the literal translation is blind pig. Blind pig. That's a bar in Ann Arbor. That's uh, There's one down the street for me called, there's a bar down the street for me called Blind Pig. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Can you uh, give us any hints or tips? Um, some people, uh, when they're behind the wheel and someone cuts them off, it turns them into a blind pig. So is that like you get furious? Uh, yeah. I think road I road think rage? Ooh, all right. There you go. It's when you, yeah, lash out in rage without any control. Okay. Like a Which blind I believe pig. equals right. furious. Yeah, I would say so. I would definitely say so. Well, Jared, I'm going to continue. Um, actually, w- dude, we're just going to, you and I are just going to keep doing animals this episode, it seems like. Because my <laughs> uh, next one also has to do with animals. I think I'm done with animals. 
Oh, you blew it, Jared. I'm sorry. Well, well, actually, actually, no. All three of mine, uh, all three of my check on translatables tonight, all have to do with idioms. Animals. But this one is Malay ribi taki ribi, which is small fish. <laughs> That's awesome. Sounds great, doesn't it? That sounded like something let from me, uh, me, Lion say, King. Let me say uh, it for you one more time. Hold up. Please. Malay ribi taki ribi, which means small fish <laughs> are also fish. Um. Is that almost like a, uh, it's not the size of the ship, but the motion of the ocean? I mean, that's a great guess, but unfortunately that is not the right, <laughs> the right meaning. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Even small, uh, or another way you could translate it is even small fish are fish. Maybe that will help Even small you. fish are fish. Mm-hmm. Like don't don't discount people's opinions. You're getting further away now, buddy. Let me give you an example. Oh. It's only fair. Let me try to give you an example. So as as you and our audience knows, I am attempting to learn Czech while I'm here, so I can, you know, know what's going on around me and and you know try to converse with people. And every day I've been learning. I haven't been uh, fluent in Czech yet in my like week and a half here. But I've been learning words here and there, every little word, and uh, I am very happy and I celebrate even the smallest words I learn. Any guesses? Oh, celebrate the small victories. Exactly. Yes, this expression means that Uh even the smaller successes should be celebrated as they are still successes no matter how tiny. And uh, this this meaning kind of comes from that the, the... the Czech people, it seems, they have a knack of appreciating even the small things in life. And this could have been um, something left over from diffi- difficult times under communist rule, right? So even the small things are being worth celebrated. So, yeah. Right. Even small fish And it's just fun to say. Czech is such a cool language, man. Like, I love learning all these different words and stuff. Yeah. It's great. I, yeah, I like how it sounds. I mean, it's cool. It, it doesn't I, so far i haven't heard it work with music just all i'm saying <clears throat> well you ha- all right i'll have we'll have to do some songs in the pod that are check and hopefully i can change your mind okay yeah but please. we'll do that later but uh now i want to i want to let jeff give us a good little uh sweet a uh, swedish swedish on did you look at, did you already look at it did you just look at it stop looking at it do you know what it is i actually well i know what the word is but i actually don't know what it means okay okay good. okay so this this is my last word, uh, Vaska. I'll give you a couple hints here. So, Jerry, do you remember from yesterday, uh, arm abra sexy? Yes. Yes. Poor but so, sexy. Yep. Do you remember what your first guess was? It was opposite, right? Yeah, rich but sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then I'm gonna give you another one. So here's a scenario: you and Chad are in the bar, right? And Chad says, "Hey, Jared, look at those girls." Shall we Vasca to get their attention? Is it like a, I mean, it's like, is it almost like a, I mean, the, like what animals do is like, what's the, what's the word where it's like, where you like present yourself? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think I, as, as they say on black Twitter, flex. <laughs> yeah. I feel kind like of. that's, that's what they say. Maybe flexing with your wallet. You could do that. Is it with? Does it have to be with the wallet specifically? Yeah, it's the opposite of arm, abba, sexy. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yep. Right, right, right. Yep. I forgot about the rich part. Right. 
Oh, so it's 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 flexing with the money. So is what, there a direct translation for that word? There is not. Okay. Hold up. Just we're curious. Gonna, we're gonna we're gonna consult Google here. So Chad does not know. You don't know the definition, do you? Mm-mm. Yeah. Nope. Okay, that's I, good. And I could. I've kind of got my laptop turned here. Um, interesting. Velasca. On an unrelated note, I just went through Google Translate and it detected Latvian. And Vlaska apparently in Latvian means waxy. Aren't completely waxy. No, but kind of interesting. All right, we're going to try Swedish. Weird. Vaska in Swedish says pan. Or pan? wash. Or wash. Sorry, wash. Okay. It's not pan, but it's wash. Google Translate. Like it's so maybe it's we're going to wash. We're going to wash. <laughs> wash this bar out. So it seems yeah, like it's a verb. Actually, you're, you're pretty close with that. Uh, example, I think, Jared. Wash this bar out. Gross. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, go ahead, Jeff. You guys are you guys are pretty close. You know, flex in Jared for us. Wallet flex. We've washed a bar out of two, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, happened, uh, so basically, if you were uh, Tavaska, if you you would buy two bottles of champagne, and what you would do is you would. Drink one, and you would immediately pour the other bottle of champagne <laughs> out, just to flex a little bit, show off a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just stunting with stunting with the money. Stunting. Yeah. Pour one right down the sink to show how rich you are. Is, you know? So is pouring it down the drink showing showing that you're richer than just drinking it? I guess. I like so. if you're ri- if you're if you're super actually rich, you wouldn't drink it. You'd just pour it down. Like I only needed one. I just thought I'd buy two just for the fuck it, of it. Exactly. It it, it, uh, it gets attention, right? Uh, like uh, who's that idiot pouring out that full bottle of uh, champagne? Who's that idiot? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what the guy doing is thinking. Look at everyone looking th- looking at me. Like, they God, I, think I'm God so I hope this works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chad's Chad's uh, likes to do bottle service. He he loves to have. I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm lying. Chad doesn't <laughs> like bottle service. I got another untranslatable. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Tagalog. Do oh, you nice. know uh, where Tagalog is spoken? I I do. Do you, Jeff? You should know this. Why should Jeff know this? Because he know. has a he has a personal connection to this. Oh, okay. I, I do not know. I, sh- I feel like I should know. Tagalog. Where's your that? girlfriend's family from? Uh, uh, Philippines. There you go. Okay. It's the yeah. It's the second national. Oh shit! Language. Yep. I should have known that. Oh shit! Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <coughs> She's gonna listen <laughs> to this later. Jeff on yep. blast right now on the pod. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take a clip of that and send it to her and her family. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's great. Poor Jeff. We invite him back again. This is what we do to him. It's one thing shitting on me for not posting pictures, but Jeff uh, is a poor uh, awesome guest. We're, we're we're trying to be like the real world of podcast. We're trying to stir up some drama. That's right. <laughs> Um, all right, so this is, you know, I probably should have listened to these before. And anyway, <clears throat> let me tr- let me take a sip of water first because this one is uh, a, a tongue twister. Mahirap, jisin jin, ang, nang, tutulug, tulu tulugan. Uh, yeah, tulugan. Ooh. I'll do it one so, more time. Okay, oh, yeah, go ahead. No. Do you know what it is already? No, I was, I was just going to uh, explain myself a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's actually pronounced Tagalog, not Tagalog. 
Oh, that's thank you, Jeff. Yes. No, Jared. So no. that. So maybe if you would have said that, maybe I would have known. Uh, okay. Well, listen. <laughs> 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 now I'm gonna go back and take that clip. And, uh, I'm gonna edit you saying it properly. <laughs> or Man, edit, both of you just trying to trick me. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> wait, you, wait. Tagalog. 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 Okay. Maharap jisinjin ang nag tutulog tulugan. And uh, <laughs> Chad shug- shrugs his shoulders. It uh, literally means it is hard to wake up someone who is pretending to be asleep. Ooh, interesting. It's hard to wake up someone who's pretending to be asleep. What do you think this means, Jeff? Um... I'm not sure. Maybe someone that just doesn't care. Um, trying to wake someone up. I feel like this, this to me, sounds kind of like you can't force somebody to change if they don't want to change themselves. Yeah? Uh, I'll, give you a, I'll give you a horn on that. There we All go. Right. I'll give you a horn on that. All right. what it, I'll give you what, what uh, the people uh, on this website have told me. Uh, is While it's easy to tell people something they don't know, it is much harder... If they are willfully choosing to see to not see what's before them, oh, all right. So it's just as you know, willfully ignorant to reality. Gotcha. Dropping some truth bombs on our audience tonight, Jared. I like yeah, it. Yeah, take the, the hint. The, the tagalongs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jared. Well, actually, well, I'm not even going to say anything because I don't want to give this bad boy away. But I have my last untranslatable for you uh, tonight, Jared. And this also has to do with animals. I guess the Czechs just enjoy animal idioms, which, let's be real, who doesn't? Can't talk tonight. Animal idioms are just fantastic. And this one is... Cat is the animal. Yeah, yeah, good call. It means at night, every cat... (laughs) (laughs) That in itself hurts me. The fact that I just pulled that out was... uh, Kajda is cat. Mm Mm-hmm. So venotsi kajda kochka chernya. Okay, what 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 is Which happening right now? <laughs> it says it means. Sorry, I'm trying. I don't to know. I don't know if you were glitching or. <laughs> yes, I'm glitching. I glitch pretty much every time I speak Czech, Jared, or at least attempt to. Trust me. Trust me. Lag, but, bro. It's lag. Right. Anyways, uh. this means at night every cat is black. Okay. Oh. So it's, you can hide, uh, anyone can hide at night, but the truth comes out uh, eventually? Mm, not quite. Not quite. Okay. Like, for example. It means, uh, it doesn't matter. Oh, it means uh, beauty's only skin deep. So once you turn off the lights, it doesn't really matter what they look like. You're, you're really looking deep, way more deep into this than I think you need to. Every cat is black at night. So think about it at night. Does it matter what color the cat actually is in real life? They're all going to look black, right? R- right. Okay. So then... So is it like, I don't see color? Is that what it essentially no, means? N- nope. Basic- oh. basically, <laughs> basically, what it means is when you can't see things clearly, everything might seem the same to you. When you can't see... see- I mean, you made it seem like... I mean, that's pretty profound. That's not... Y- uh, it's kind of okay. re- it's kind of related to your untranslatable in a way, though, right? You know, when you like, I guess if you're being ignorant or you're not willing to see things clearly, 
you know, it might seem the same to you. So you're not willing to accept things in a different way. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. I so, like it. Yeah, it's a good one. These are some heavy untranslatable. They are. They are. <laughs> I so, need to go cry real quick. <laughs> exactly. So I think, Jared, since we've had such heavy untranslatables, I think let's uh, lighten some things up a bit and uh, move on to our main topic, mm-hmm. uh, which is visiting Prague and so much more. Right. There's more? Oh, yeah. There's lots more. So well, much there's, more. There's three more places in the Czech Republic. So I would say three more counts as so much more. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, this is new to me. Right. So what, what questions do you have for us off the bat, Jared? What questions do I have for you off the bat? Um, what, what is your initial impression of the Czech Republic now that you've been immersed there for a day or two? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, been a, it's been a busy couple of days. Uh, so a little background. Chad and I got into Prague. Uh, for the, that was our first city that we visited in Czech Republic. Uh, we were there late afternoon. Mm-hmm. We immediately went for the power nap. Uh, that was definitely necessary. Um, like we mentioned on uh, episode 21, Berlin kicked our ass a little bit. Uh, we still had <laughs> yeah. to uh, <laughs> yeah. still had to recover. Uh, we went straight to the power nap. We woke up and it was dark out. Um, we went out at night for a little bit, kind of walked around. Um, a lot is, of um, tourists in Prague is really the main thing that, that stuck oh, out to Prague. me. Oh, you were in Prague. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was the first city that we visited. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Hence the visiting part Prague. And so, so we're much starting much. with much more right off the bat. Oh, wait. This is the name Prague of the episode. First, yeah. <laughs> I'm so dumb. I didn't even realize the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Check the board, Jared. Check the board. I, was, I, I think I'm still just trying to get uh, figure out how to spell your city that you live in. Komutov? I thought maybe <laughs> you want to anyway, try again, Jared. Yeah, can we test you right now? I think there's a lot of tourists in Prague. I, yes. Uh, no, I don't want to try it again because I'm going to embarrass myself. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> fine. Yeah, yeah pr- pretty overwhelming with tourists, uh, to be honest. Um, you know, a beautiful beautiful city. You know, very very different than Berlin, uh, which we had just uh, how so uh, traveled from. Um, I would say with Berlin, um, I think you get a little bit of, of both worlds with the, the modern architecture, kind of the, the modern, um, you know, locals, I would say, you know, the, the flamboyant and colorful locals that we that we spoke about. Um, and I would say Prague, it, it's tough to really um, take in all the culture of, of the Czech Republic uh, just because of the fact uh, of just how touristy it is. Um, and that, that was something oh. that, that really, really stuck out. Um, crowded, um, beautiful city though, but thing that, that was really off the bat, uh, was just the tourists. I mean, that, that can ruin even the most beautiful of, 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 uh, locations. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like the Louvre and, and, and France isn't gorgeous. It's just, you're, uh, mm-hmm. fighting tourists to see anything. Mm-hmm. Also, I need to toss a disclaimer out there. We also we stayed in the Nove Miesto, new part of the town, which is also very touristy. And then we went to the old part of town, which, I mean, if you if you want to do some people watching, and uh, if you want to one do some people watching, two see a lot of tourists, and also three. Oddly enough, this was my first time. Walking no one wants around. to see a lot of tourists, by the way. That's never that's never a thing. Well, hey, <laughs> I'm just trying to warn our listeners out there, Jared. And the other warning I'd like to give our listeners as well is, 
when we were walking around the old part of town, so the old town square by the astronomical clock and by one of the big Gothic churches there, I kid you not, Jared, we got asked by at least 10 guys if we wanted to buy drugs. It was crazy. I have never been asked so many times within, we literally walked around for about 10, 15 minutes and it seemed like every minute someone would be like, hey, hey guys, hey guys, come here, hey guys. Hey, do you think friend. it was? Be, did you do you think you looked American or something? Oh, for sure. I'm sure it's because we obviously looked like tourists. I had a baggy hoodie on. Jeff had his camera strapped like on him, which like is a, a clear dead American. giveaway as yeah. a tourist. I'm surprised you even went out with uh, with yeah. Jeff with the camera. Well, we were there to take. What some are you gonna do with man? that? What's that thing for? Hey, <laughs> Jeff's got the camera, not photos. me, Jared. So <laughs> you know Jeff is a responsible <laughs> citizen and is gonna take Careful some good Jeff. pictures. Chad's ready to just push you down and run if necessary. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's a tourist. I don't know this guy. He keeps following me. Right? Well, hey, let's okay. rob him. Hey, you, you know you know the truth, Jared. I test it as a tourist, so I'm I'm just that's as guilty true. as Jeff. So that's why that's why Chad's now trying to blend in and become part of the crew. I'm not one of them. That's why I'm trying to learn all these good Czech idioms. I can just randomly say one, and they're like, "Oh, that dude. Yeah, that dude just said, yeah, he's good. Why do you keep talking about animals so much? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? There's a zoo in my town. You know, gotta respect the animals. Um. Oh, I have a question. I asked Chad this a while ago. Uh, Do you do you have a journal? Do you keep notes or anything? I do not. I do not keep a journal. Um. I would say the the camera has been my has been my journal yeah. in, in a way, um, in, in a private journal that we don't that we don't share with our listeners yet. But uh, sh- soon to come, the photos <laughs> will be <laughs> will be shared. I know we've been saying that for a couple of days now, but we'll we'll we'll, 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 uh, we'll hit you guys with the photos. But no, uh, I do I do not have a have a journal. Um, okay. Could I could I just add? I actually think that was a brilliant response. Like I think in a lot of ways. Jeff is right. Like photos, that just kind of blew my mind, bro. To be, to be <laughs> honest, in a lot of ways, like if you take pictures, it is kind of like a like your own like little you know picture journal. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, t- yeah, for sure. Chat sounds like he just it sounds like he bought some of those drugs from those people off the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you ever heard this phrase? Uh, pictures worth a thousand words. I, I agree. It is a great statement, <clears throat> but Chad, your mind was blown. <laughs> <laughs> it was wide-eyed. <laughs> but that is a good point. Um, <clears throat> and especially if you have like a, uh, do you are, are you one to go back and look at pictures? That's my main problem with pictures. It's less the taking of them, and it's more I never look at them after. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a Facebook guy, and that, and that's the thing too. So it's not really like I really um, you know post a big. Uh, uh, album out for everyone uh so you're right they kind of do just sit on my camera uh sit on my computer um so yeah maybe maybe you're changing my mind a little bit what what do i do with those pictures uh see yeah could you make some sort of collage of some sort you can make something that you could like put up on your wall make like a powerpoint presentation uh, for anyone that asks how my trip was, <laughs> don't, don't be one of those guys, Jeff. Uh, Come back from a trip. All right, guys, I got a PowerPoint slideshow for everyone to watch for two hours. Don't super, follow super us prepared. on Instagram, but follow follow our uh, PowerPoint uh, <laughs> Microsoft Advanced. <laughs> but uh, download our PowerPoint download, <laughs> and it has all of the great uh, all of the great animations 
letters bouncing in. <laughs> All those transitions, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like pixelated fades <laughs> out to yeah. one picture. Yeah. <laughs> Sparkly borders, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people used to go to town on those PowerPoint presentations back in uh, like middle school. Used yeah. to, dude. I have had students like, who still go to town on those. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed by any. I never use transitions at all anymore. I'm Me kind either. of embarrassed by them. But people out th- are out there thinking they're Michael Bay. <laughs> all right. For you. Um, you don't keep a journal because a picture is worth a thousand words. That means you have the big, the longest novel ever. Uh, do you, do you, do you, are you out of your element? Do you feel like you're out of your element? Absolutely. Um, oh, really? Wow. Absolutely. Uh, that's what, that's why I have the best tour guide here with me. You Um, keep saying that. I feel like Chad is secretly holding a gun to you or something. (laughs) You don't have to say that. No, he he really is. I mean, Jared's right. Uh, But I would say, (laughs) Jared, we already discussed the number one rule of the podcast. Only compliments. We, I did. That's true. I did meet uh, a better tour guide today, though, and that is Chad's mentor. Oh, he's um, he's right. I gotta give her credit where credit's yep, due. Yeah, she she does uh, one up him on the, the 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 tour guide game. She's also got you know quite a few years more of a historical and culture knowledge than I do. Just tossing that out there. Oh, for sure. Are you um, Chad? Famously, doesn't like seafood. Are you a uh, picky eater? Um, so. I kind of, so for the first time today, so Chad talked about the, the cafeteria that we went to. Um, they had this soup, right? This Czech, authentic Czech soup. And it's it like was all right. beef soup. Beef soup, tasted okay, but the smell, I'm telling you, man, I, I couldn't do it. I think I had two or three bites. And this is right after um, the mentor who took us to the, the cafeteria. She had just made a statement about how she doesn't like wasting food. Um, she's very <laughs> conscious about what she does with her dishes. She always feels bad when people prepare food and she just throws it away, right? So now I just have this giant-ass bowl of smelly-ass soup. And I don't really know <laughs> what to do with it. But, I mean, I think we talked about it yesterday, too. Just, uh, I think we had a couple a couple safe choices. I think the, we kind of lucked out with the schnitzel again today and the potatoes. And I'll give you this. You tried it. I think that's, that's the least it. you can do. I did. Yeah, I had to plug my nose. I did that thing. But uh, I no, gotta, it was good. I got to uh, interject here and just say I didn't feel like it smelled that bad. But, you know, to each his own in terms of <laughs> <Yeah>. your taste. <laughs> I Chats, ate almost all your, of it. Your mentor, it not, your mentor is not listening. Relax. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna laugh when I come into the office tomorrow. And she's gonna be like sitting there with like a angry look on her face, and be like, "So, <laughs> hey, your friend didn't appreciate the soup." <laughs> there's a um, there's a, a podcast I listen to, and the guy has on a, has a saying: "Viral on Friday, fired on Monday." <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope that's not what happens. Is, is Chad going to be employed? Uh, check back soon. Yeah. <laughs> If not, you got to sell your booking.com Ferrari, Jared. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, to be fair, the rap has really been getting in the way. I, I've really dinged that thing up. It's hard to parallel park a Ferrari with a, a rap covering most of the windows. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what kind of stuff did you guys see in, in Prague? Your, your mentor was not in Prague, was she? Nope. She was Okay, not. yeah. So what? Yeah, so we got there, and uh, so the disclaimer would be that this was my first time in Prague, uh, so I, I wanted to try the touristy stuff, 
Um, we ended up doing the Charles Bridge. Um, that's that's a must visit. Um, they actually had like statues um, all up and down the entire bridge, which was very cool. I would say uh, maybe maybe twenty total statues. That's, I mean, that's it probably was, pretty close to accurate. It was, yeah. uh, and they were what? Were they the saints? Yeah, I'm pretty sure most of them are saints, if not mm-hmm. all of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, and that was very cool to see. Um, we checked out the astronomical clock, uh, which was actually under construction, um, but still, that was another must visit. Is is this all stuff you've seen before, Chad? I mean, yeah, most definitely. But you know, it's when when you're when you're gonna be a tour guide, you gotta gotta see the stuff you've seen before. But I was telling Chad's Jeff, talking like he took a bullet for you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I love going to Prague. It's such a beautiful and historic city. But what I was telling Jeff as we were kind of walking around uh, Prague, I was I was lacking on the just random factoids. I would have loved to like walk by like some old building, and be like, oh, and this this building was a. Uh, Actually built in 14... Only if we could do a, a remote podcast where I could just be sitting here uh, giving a... <laughs> <laughs> all you guys have to do is walk around holding your laptop and microphones all around the city. Perfect. That sounds that sounds super convenient. So this is something I'm curious about. Is I want a comparison between Prague and Kumatov. Mm-hmm. From, not from Chad, because Chad, is he's already soured, but from a fresh source. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say... Like I said earlier, Prague is hard to kind of fully understand the Czech culture. Um, it feels a little diluted to me, honestly. Um, really, I did not. I mean, I knew it was a, a tourist location, but I didn't realize it was that. Is is Prague mm-hmm. a big city? Oh yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Okay, so yep. it's not like it's not like it's a tourist destination, but it's also like people are heavily. Um, Heavily concentrated in in, 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 in an area. Well, let's let's just put it this way, Jared. Prague is the, I mean, the biggest city in the Czech Republic. So yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a little cumbersome to manage with all the tourists around. Yeah, and I would say, uh, so the Kumatov, um, it's a smaller town, and I would say it's uh, people are more warm, people more welcoming. Um, it's kind of the more more authentic. Uh, you know, Czech Republic town. Um, something that's really interesting here would be uh, actually the colors of the Czech buildings. Um, so when you when you get into Komotov, and I guess it's common with a lot of um, European country or uh, cities, um, but it looks like a rainbow. Um, they got these bright colors um, on all these old uh, communist buildings um, from above, or, or no, no? So okay, they paint so the whole thing. Exactly. So these these what what Jeff means by these communist buildings is these are all like your stereo <laughs> your stereotypical communist. Is that offensive? No, it's no. I mean they uh, were uh, built uh, during uh, the uh, communist uh, okay. regime in the Czech Republic. I thought um, you came, I thought you were like coming in to save them for a second. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. <that's> good. <laughs> like, don't get political. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't get political. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, uh, so no. The these, views of uh, Jeff so, are now so reflecting the Empress Little Podcast. You're <laughs> 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 gonna make that edit oh later. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> we we should do disclaimers <laughs> like that next time. That is so hilarious. You had him sign the uh, release forms, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, of course. No. <laughs> The yeah. photo releases as yeah. well. You can't sue us. Exactly. Yeah. You better hope your boss doesn't <laughs> exactly. listen to this. But yeah. no, so these apartments are all, we, we call them communist block apartments because, I mean, they're just squares. They're these tall squares. Right. Usually eight to nine stories, sometimes higher than that. 
Um, and, and they're all they all look very similar, I assume. Ex- exactly. And and back it's in like the, a dormitory, essentially. Kind of, what yeah. What it was. I I can't speak so much about the indoors because like my apartment is also in a communist block apartment, but the inside is really nice. Um, but but what I'm saying I, in this uh, dormitory in the way that it was assigned looks, to you, right? The way right. it was assigned to you, and and the reason it was built all the same. Exactly. Exactly. And the but the thing was so when. When uh, the Czech Republic was under communist rule by the Soviets, everything was really gray and ugly, kind of like what, you know, I'm sure you've read about, Jared, about East, East Germany. Um, so everything was really gray and ugly. So just kind of to when the Velvet Revolution happened on November 17th, 1989, tossing that little factoid out there for all, all of our listeners, um, the Czech Republic, I think, just like many countries, whenever they have any type of oppressive regime, there's kind of this backlash to do the opposite of whatever the regime did, right? So if everything is gray, now we got to paint everything really colorful. And my mentor was actually mentioning now that a lot of architects and designers think it's a little too much and things are too colorful. But it's ironic because during the communist era, you know, everything was gray and they wanted color. And now it seems like everything's too colorful. Right. I mean, that's how that's how it always happens, isn't it? I would say, yeah. There's always, there's always like, oh, yeah, now we have this. Like, oh, don't you think this is too much? What do you think about the color? Do you think it's too much? No, not not enough. I'm telling you, um, it's too much gray. I mean, it blends into the roads. Uh, I mean, not all of them are colored here. So you do see kind of what they look like with, with the gray. Um, right. And I can definitely see how that kind of gets a little too bland. And then you pair that with kind of the, the common kind of colder Czech, um, kind of the, the resting face uh, <laughs> can be a little did, much. Do the Czechs have a resting Czech face? Uh, yes, I, I would say so. Um, and, and, and I'm still getting used to it. Um, but, you know, you, you don't take offense to it. You just kind of know it's there. In the eye. <laughs> well, so we were actually talking about this today with my mentor. And uh, um, I think there is definitely a difference in terms of smiliness. Like, like well, Jared's chuckling right now, but English word of the pod, right? Smileyness. That's right. Tossing my really <laughs> speak English really good. Tossing that out there. But um, no, what I mean by this is like I think Americans we at least well probably not you anymore being in a big city, Jared. But if you're in a smaller town or even a small, no, city, I still do it sometimes. Do you versus still, like okay, you smile just just yep. to, just like I don't yeah yeah just like almost like exactly as a disarming me- mechanism or like a hello mechanism essentially. Right. Or like you just make eye contact with someone like, you know, as you're walking by. A head nod. Right. A head nod or a smile. They don't really do that here. Um, But we were talking about this. Right. But we were talking about this with my mentor and we kind of all agreed that it was just because it seems to me that the Czechs tend to save their smiles for more sincere moments where you actually smile. Right. So. (laughs) So like, well, I feel like in America, we smile all the time. It's true, though. Am I right? Like, I mean, I get it. I get it. But it's like that's not how smiles are not on a uh, on a reserve. Like you don't have to save them up for when you for when it's something banked. really uh, <laughs> smile worthy. I, I, I understand the sentiment. But the reality of it doesn't relate to that sentiment, in my opinion. That's fair. Well, well, there are a couple outliers. I would say uh, the property manager, property manager here at Chad's, uh, Chad's flat, um, super nice lady, um, very, very smiley. Her smiliness was uh, to the max. 
Um, yeah, what's, give us give her a smiliness rating. Oh, it's oh, it's a ten. Uh, so we get into oh. <laughs> we get into ele- <laughs> we get into the elevator with her, and um, she she has met Chad before, right? So she knows he he does does not speak Czech. Um, but the, she was just going on and on and on. Um, we had no idea what she was saying, and Chad's on the ninth floor. So we were in the elevator in this tiny little elevator with her for a while. Ninth floor. Oh, you are. Yep. All the way oh, okay, up to the, the top floor. And uh, so she was talking the entire time. And, uh, and she's on like the sixth floor. Yeah. So it was a minute. <laughs> yeah. And, and you guys just sat, sat there, neither of you having any idea what she said, just smiling I've gotten, it in. I've gotten really good at the <laughs> smile and nod, you know, and you just, you pause and say, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you smile and nod, yeah. We, um, but we, the, had a, we had another moment like that today in the cafeteria. So my, my mentor's aunt, or aunt, as you say, Jared, because um, that's how it's spelled and pronounced. That's why that's I, I say it like that. F- fair enough. Fair enough. Anyways, she actually <laughs> she actually came to the cafeteria and sat down with us, and uh, I told her in Czech, um, like "bon appetit" or "have a nice meal." Um, how do you say in Czech? Dobruhut. Oh. I knew you were Dobruhut. And so I wish her, you know, a happy meal, and then she just starts talking to me and Jeff in Czech. And then I had to tell her, I said, Nemlovim Chesky, which means I don't speak Czech. And, mm-hmm. But she just kept speaking Czech. Just um, powered through it. Yeah. But I did understand one thing she said. She said, Heski Kluk, which means like nice boy. Or, or, <laughs> or I think she said the plural form oh, of sounds it. Sounds like a great conversation. Right. But I guess what, what she, and then my mentor came back and translated everything she was saying for us. And she said that we were so nice and so friendly, probably just for wishing her like a like you know have a nice meal. And she said she really. Liked I mean, probably smiles, because pe- which was no cool. one talks. They seem to have a similar vibe to uh, what you're used to in Germany, where it's like we're strangers. There's not really much reason for communication. Mm-hmm. And so e- even a simple bon appetit, Haveshki huva, comes off as like a. Will you marry me? You know, like I love you. That's that's a, maybe a, l- a little extreme, a little <laughs> extreme there. But you know, you're a beautiful woman. Is. And uh. <laughs> but I, I will say, Jared, that people here it people here do greet each other quite a bit, and they and there's a lot of like little nice things where you greet each other, you wish each other like you know bon appetit, have a nice meal. Um, just little things like that, I think, do go a long way in any country or culture you're in. For sure. Including for sure. the Czech Republic. Yeah. And, and even in, 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 this is my own personal philosophy, but even in countries that are claimed to be standoffish, being nice and friendly can't hurt. Oh, for like, sure. I, like, the, these are, first of all, these are broad generalizations, but also, even if it's true, uh, some dick is not, I mean, even a dick is not, is not just going to be a dick because someone happens to say a nice thing to him, unless it's some sort of special kind of, a, uh, you know, dick, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, 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 I think that's, that's just a great lesson in general It's just, yeah, it can't hurt. Even if they are, even if they do have resting check face, maybe you can loosen up that check face with some, uh, Hesky Hoover. What, what are you, where did that even come from? Isn't that Bon Appetit? No, not even close. Heshki, Heshki does mean like nice or good, by the way, though. So, th- so not bad on that. But Heshki no, it's, Hoover. It's, <laughs> I, I don't even know. You're, you're just, 
You're like me with my with my damn meme news, Jared. You're just spreading, <laughs> spreading fake news all over all over the interwebs. No, just for uh, everyone out there, um, Bon Appetit in Czech is Dobro Chut. Oh wow, yeah, I was really off. By the way, I tried to look up Parata the other day. Parata. Couldn't do it. Could not do it for the life of me. Why not? I couldn't find it. What do you P- mean, why not? P a r a d a, my man. Oh, I was using a T. Oh nope, nope. Now now you know. But yeah, so anyways, so um, do this. Go ahead. So we, so Jeff and I were in Prague. We've also been, we've had a a full program today. We've been in three, well, two different cities in my hometown. Um, We went to Most today, which is um, a couple towns over, and we need to go there to register my address with the foreign police, just like they also do in Germany and Austria. Um, and then we also went to this really cool um, older royal city called Kadan. So I'm just curious to hear from Jeff to see, you know, what what his thoughts were. Like. Well, first of all, Jeff, could you tell mm-hmm. Jared what we were up to in uh, Most and Kadan? Yeah, so this is part of the, the VIP tour with uh, Chad's mentor. Um, and this was in a uh, 1995, like, uh, Ford Focus, uh, like, manual. Yeah. <laughs> so this, uh, just short just short of the chilled champagne. I mean, this was a VIP tour. I mean, she took us on all the back streets, uh, all the local spots, uh, no tourists. Um, so we t- went to a couple small towns. Um, so the American that I am pronounced it most, but it is pronounced must. Is that most, correct, Chad? Yeah. Must. Uh, so Moss was a smaller town, uh, similar to Kumotov, but I believe it was a little smaller. A little bigger. A little bigger. Okay, the other one was a little smaller. Yeah, Kadan. Uh, so this one had two castles uh, within maybe 30 minutes of each other, um, and it had uh, it was on the top of a hill. Um, uh, it had a little planetarium. Uh, it was it just a just a beautiful castle. Uh, overlooked the entire city. You could see some uh, some mountains. Uh, the Ur Mountains is it? So yeah. So on the one side you can see the Ur Mountains. Ur Mountains is where uh, my town of um, Komotov is, and then you also have the. Um, she said they were called the Czech Middle Mountains, which are on the other side. Okay, Czech yep. Middle Mountains. She translated it from Czech, so I'm sure there's a different English term right. for it. But that's what that she might said. be the your literal. Uh, section of the untranslatable uh, translation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so in in Moss, there was a uh, there was this uh, church that we went and visited. Um, and what was interesting about this church is that they had actually, uh, I believe it was what 1970, uh, they decided that they needed to move this church, um, and that was due to what? due to mining. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what they did is they created uh, like rails, like a like a train rail. And what they did is they picked this f- this church up, a historic church, and they just pushed it on down. Uh, and and how far did they move it, Chad? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold uh-huh. on. Yeah. They they built rails specifically to move the church. Yes, sir. Correct. How do you just lift up a church? I mean, you use leverage. Physics. You I mean, okay, yeah, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I, was, uh, I, I mean, I, I guess that's true. I get it, but I feel like that's we can't leave it at that. <laughs> like, that's not enough of an explanation. <laughs> so, how how big is this church and how big is this train? Like, what's well, it was like, a massive? Feel, it was a massive church. The, the church is giant. Yeah, it's a Gothic church. Um, but that, is yeah. it? Do they pick it up with a crane or do they pick it up 
Like, like, wh- are they picking it up from the top, or like, if you pick it up from the top and you're gonna pull, it's gonna dangle <laughs> and shit's gonna fall. I'm off. just picturing like some seesaws and like some uh, leverage and kind of just uh, lif- lifting it up. I mean, some uh, simple machines like uh, <laughs> some some levers and, and cranes and uh, not cranes and. So, uh, so here what, I got what's the other I, one. I got the Ramps. actual. That's I, what it is. I got the actual uh, info for both of you. So. First of all, first of all, I think the, we figured it out, Chad. I, I think so too. <laughs> but just, just, to re, just to recap for all of our listeners. So the church was moved about two thousand seven hundred and fifty-five feet away, and the reason why is in the '60s they discovered a rich supply of lignite under the center of the town, and they wanted to expand the mining operations because I live in the industrial area of the Czech Republic. There's a lot of mining here, especially in the Ore Mountains, because of all the ore there. I mean, there's so much mining that they're living on top. Like they, they can't even live there. Right. They're on top of it. Right. So they, so they had to decide. They had to decide um, either disassembling the church and putting it back together, which this church is huge. That would have taken forever. Um, <laughs> so uh, they lift it up. So then, exactly. Because so they it settled apart it. Takes too long. So just pick it up. <laughs> so so right, here, new right here, it's duh. Why don't we just why don't we just pick it up? Right. So here it said it took nearly seven years to prepare for this huge and unprecedented operation. The building's pillars and foundation were reinforced, and a circular ring was installed to support the church's circumference. All the structures in the way were demolished to clear the path for the big move, and the rails were installed along the route. The building was placed on 53 trucks, and on September 30th, 1975, it was time to get going. With the help of hydraulics... The church began to inch towards its new location, moving at an average speed of 0.06 feet per minute. (laughs) It reached its new home just under a month later. The church was uh, placed on a foundation made of iron and concrete, and it took another 12 years to complete the restoration. The church was consecrated again in 93. Visitors today admire the Gothic interiors as well as the story of the incredible move which is also in the Guinness Book of World Records. So there you go. Okay. Guinness Book of World Records. As I said before, they've really lost their credibility, but <laughs> I mean that's some that's some early some early Guinness uh, work, so I'll give it to them. We may have to post a but picture of this church just to show people how how large uh large this was. Well, that didn't really explain how they lifted it up though. Hydraulics, my man. Once again, okay. See, once again, this is all. This is all. I need to. I need to know the process. Hydraulics is not really. I mean, okay, that hydraulics can handle the weight, but how do you disconnect a church from the ground and and literally lift it up? Is what I'm getting at. And I, I, I listen. I don't expect you to know the answers. I understand that, but I have questions, and I feel like mm-hmm. I'm just let, letting this go, and I'm never gonna get the answer. <laughs> and this is you're just like, it, it, and you guys just give me things like I'm the idiot. Hydraulics, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and seesaws and levers. Okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah, dumb question. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a. What did uh, someone's lowrider can't come in and just drag it? Is that right. why it went so fucking slow? You know it. Have to check in. My Impala can handle this. Let me just uh, jack it up with my uh, hydraulics. Got a couple horses <clears throat> on there. What's the name of the church? Uh, pull up the. <laughs> well, oh, I'm sorry. I don't really. I thought you knew the answer. To that did question. not know that. 
Um, it is this the, is the 16th century co um, Costa um, Nane Bevzetti. Yeah. And see, Jared, this Costa. is the issue with not having a real journal and just having photos. I do not know the name. <laughs> it's true. Good point, Jeff. Did you take a picture of at least like like a sign that says what it's called? Yep. I got a pick. Don't Maybe. you worry. I don't know if I did. No, no. I mean, I mean. oh, did you I actually take a picture? I don't know if I did. I got a pick. Chad's okay. got it. Chad's got it covered. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, then there. Your pictures are back <laughs> to being better than a... There we go. But yeah, uh, so that was Most, right, um, which was really great. The other thing, like I mentioned, we had to go into the police station. Um, Chad was summoned to the police station. That's right. Um just a normal day for Chad. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but I have to admit, I thought it was going to be a bit of a hassle. I figured it would take a long time. Dude, it literally took like fucking cops, right, Chad? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 bas it basically took like five minutes. And actually, it turns out the cop was actually from my town. So I feel like she probably like was like, all right, we're, we're, we're Komutov homies. You guys we're are good. homies. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So that was really nice, though. Um, are you going to explain what you did at the police station? I mean, I mean, yep. I mentioned it earlier. Yep. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I had to register my address oh, there you go. Um, with the foreign police. Um, yeah, not an exciting story. Not, not really. No, which is why I left it at that. But, uh, but yeah. But then after Most, um, uh, our mentor continued with the VIP tour um, to the uh, to a few towns over called Kadan. But on the way there, um, she drove us um, through the back roads, and we actually got to see this beautiful monastery in Most from up the to up on top of the mountain. So oh, that's awesome. That was really sweet, and we could also see the river there. Which was Were really, there really like cool. monks there? Um, no, not that I know. Okay, of. not that I, I mean, know. I mean, there are a lot of different kind of monasteries, I believe. They're right. on vacation. Those are just the ones I tend to see in movies. They have monks at them. Fair enough. Fair enough. But then we uh, we went over to. That's terrible, by the way. I, <laughs> I realized that. This is why we can't have nice things, Jared. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. But yeah, so then we went to Kadan, which is uh, like a couple towns over. And uh, it's a, a it's actually half the size of um, Khomutov. But once again, just like everywhere in the Czech Republic, of course, it's got a castle. So I mean, it's the, it's the castle capital of the of Europe. Yes, sir. And so we checked out the castle, which was really cool. Um, and there's also a really pretty river there. Don't ask me the name of the river because I asked my mentor <laughs> and she said it to me and I cannot <laughs> pronounce it yet. So. Uh, I'm gonna play the foreigner card here, Jared. I uh, can't pronounce it. That's yet. fair. I'll give it um, to you. But it we'll was, talk about it next week, right? It was really great. But then we uh, we also got to see this really cool thing. Uh, Jeff, you want to talk about it? Yeah, and I know that uh, I know you want to mention at the end, but the uh, there was a, a narrow road. Is that is that what you're referring to? Yep. Yeah. So this narrow road. Um, don't ask me the name. Uh, but there was this. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the name uh, later. Well, well, Jeff. Yeah, so we're gonna have maybe have this a little bit of a teaser then, check and talk about it later. Um, but it was actually this tiny um, little. They called it the smallest, the nearest road. Um, the nearest lane, yeah. The nearest, yeah. The lane is the term that they used. Um, and actually, the uh, way back when the executioners would actually march um, uh, their prisoners down oh, the lane. Turn. Okay, and that's when they would uh, then be be murdered for their crimes. So I yeah, murdered. I don't know if murder is the right word. Executed. They were executed, executed for their crimes. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, but, but murdered essentially is what was happening. That's fair. Hey, but. when it's when it's with a giant axe, uh, I think uh, murdered is a or, or a term can use. But yeah, 
but they're the, doing a service yeah. to their country. Yeah, but the crazy thing about this uh, little lane is we were like walking down it, and I was like, man, this would be really bad. Like if you know, if you're claustrophobic and then my mentor, I didn't realize this a panic was... attack right before you get your head chopped off. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see. That's kind of what she what she said. Like, I didn't realize this was the lane they used to um, like lead down the prisoners to be executed because we so there's two sides, obviously, of this lane. Right. And we entered in through the castle. So there's no sign there. All you see is this really small. Um, oh, is that where, where people get led to? Yeah, exactly. And so we okay. came out the other side, and then I saw the sign, which will lead us to our check word of the pod. But which uh, is murder? Yes, no, <laughs> it is. So that so the name smiliness and murder. To the yeah. so the name of this uh, lane for all of our listeners out there who are curious and want to Google it, it's um, Katova Ulichke. And Katova Ulichka. No one can. I mean, at least I can't. K a t o v a Katova. Ulichka, U-L-I-C-K-A, and uh, Katova, um, Katova, or well, Kat, believe it or not, is not a cat, but it's a, the word, the Czech word for an executioner. Um, but the other word that I want to uh, say for our word of the pod, because it's a new word I learned today, is Ulichka, which means a lane. So Ulitsa in Czech means street, and Ulichka, that K-A ending on there, Makes it a diminutive meaning small street or uh, lane. So it's kind of like in German when they have like the Schien mm-hmm. at the end. Yep. Yep. So, so we led down, we were, uh, we walked down there. And as I said, as we were walking down, I was like, man, if you were claustrophobic, this would not be ideal. And then my mentor was like, how do you think you'd feel if you were walking down here to be executed? And I was like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <Right? laughs> the least of your concerns. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that is my check word of the pod, though, for everyone out there. Ulichka, which means lane. But now I think it's time. This is go- taking a very, very dark turn. I think we need to lighten things I like up it. a little bit more. <laughs> Dude, you're lucky we didn't choose my song of the pod. It would have been a, a, just a dark, dark road that we would have kept going down. But it was a good song. Well, maybe another time. So, so actually, I have to give a, a big shout out to our guest this evening, Jeff. Um, he's the one who actually suggested this song. Um, so, Jeff, do you want to explain to the audience a little, little bit about this song? Yeah, this, uh, this song is called We Stayed Up All Night uh, by Tourist. Um, and I thought it was relevant, um, obviously. our dinner. What was that? Featuring Arden. Oh, just that, that is correct. Sorry. Um, that, that is the truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, this I guy, to see that. I think this guy is English. Yeah, he was uh, born in Cornwall, England, um, which I have visited for study abroad. Um, so we stayed up all night is very relevant uh, to Chad and I's time in Berlin. Um, and we thought this was a uh, this was a good song to listen to uh, in the hostel and just part of our uh, pre gaming playlist. Uh, this this came up um, more of a, a more of a chill song. If you guys uh, want to check it out, I do not I do not think we have the rights to the song to play on the playlist. Uh, but go go check well, it out. I don't out. think we do either. Yeah. From from what I've heard though, I mean the staying up all night is a quintessential part of being in Berlin. Like that's. That's part of the deal. Yeah, that, and that's part of it. And then uh, I think even even to this uh, to this minute, I am still recovering from staying up all night in Berlin. <laughs> uh, so, Jared, what are your thoughts on the song? Uh, it's definitely it's definitely like a good like 
you know, pr- pump up song or like partying with your friend song. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd particularly have it on my iPod just like to listen to in the car or something like that. Next to all your techno. <laughs> yeah, that's that's reserved only for the greatest of electronica. But um, but it's definitely a great like uh, like the situation that Jeff's talking about. Like if you're you know doing like a pregame with your friends or hanging out with your friends, I could I, I could I could rack up with that, and I'd be I'd be fine having that on the background. But I don't know if I'd you know put it on my personal playlist. But I Fair like enough. it. I like it. Enough. How do you describe the vibe to our listeners out there, Jared? Um, it's got a slight electronic vibe to it, uh, but it's like, um, uh, it's just like a, I don't know. It's, it's a, I, I like it. It's like a, it's like a positive fun song about us staying up all night. The vibe is, uh, is, is, uh, I think self-explanatory. Right. And I think the other thing that, uh, really makes this song of the pod kind of self-explanatory is also the title of the artist, right? I mean, tourists couldn't be a better title of the artist right. for a while. You relate to that very much, I assume. Oh, for sure. Because I'm not a traveler. <laughs> I'm solely a tourist. Plus, it's been fun being a tourist with my uh, good buddy Jeff these uh, last few days in Berlin and Prague, Moss. Chad's apparently uh, graduated from tourist to tour guide. Boom. The executive tour guide. Woo! You heard it here first. That's oh, celebration. Speaking, speaking of that ham horn, by the way. Um, on an unrelated note, um, Jeff and I went to this really amazing Mexican restaurant. So shout out to Pepe Lopez in Komutov. We went there for a few reasons. Wow. One, I was curious to see if the Mexican food would be good because as Jared can definitely attest to. <laughs> as I wowed. <laughs> well, as Jared can attest to, a lot of Mexican places we've both been to in Europe, they're just not very good. Yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to find. Uh, the, 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 uh, especially maybe the Germans and Austrians are not good when it comes to uh a heavy seasoning but this place was they, delicious uh, absolutely delicious and they had a bunch of songs dude they just kept just just blowing on that ham horn all night long oh did they really yep reminded us of the podcast while while we were eating our dinner <laughs> i I always have to tell myself to go easy like they're always in the back of my head where it's like this with great power comes great responsibility oh for sure and i have endless access to this ham horn but I can't ruin it to where uh, no one wants to hear it anymore. Exactly. Plus, we'll be having you know plenty more drops to come in the future. I hope you start to get some good check drops. I'll have to start giving. You I know. Some I, need to, I need to. I need to. I. They're there. I just need to. Parada's a good one. I, Parada. I just need to. Okay. Wait, wait. Hold on. Say it one more time. Parada. All right. We'll we'll use that one. All right. I just need to uh, be more diligent when listening to uh, make drops. Another one you need probably. It seems conceited uh, to like listen to something I say and be like, "Oh, that's good." Right. <laughs> right. Another one we probably need is um, oh, yeah, Heshki Kluk. Means like good All boy, right. Heshki Kluk. Got it. But yeah, good a- boy. <laughs> yeah. Any, anyways, so check out uh, our song of the pod for all of our uh, listeners out there, tourist, um, featuring who, Jared? Arden. Arden. I have no idea. But check them out A-R-D-Y-N. on our Twitter, um, untranslatable podcast or untranslatable one. Sorry, our Insta. Is I have another question. Podcast. Yeah, go for it. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I have another question for Jeff. Speaking of uh, study abroad, did you pick up any uh, any British slang while you were there that you either used while you were there and brought back or left there? No, I, I, I don't Wanker. think so. 
the wanker. Yeah, all, all the wankers. Um, <laughs> you didn't call people wank wankers. Well, the, and that's the thing. Yeah, I feel like uh, the the Brits are always always down to 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 throw that out. They're always down for a, a good scrap. Maybe maybe that's one. <laughs> um, and all, all the wankers. Did it not feel natural to uh to to pull it out? Like like to start using some of the slang. That's the well, thing. I think it's easier for people like Chad and I, who studied abroad in Austria to use Austrian slang once you're comfortable than it is for you or us mm-hmm. English speakers to go to England and use like their English slang and be like, Oh yeah. no. Uh, wh- well, it's like a uh, Q Q, right? That, that was a, uh, that was a very yeah, basic that's one. A slang. It's a very basic that's one. slang and more like a real word. That that's a like a, uh, which yeah, is exactly. also really weird because you say Q yet. It's what Q E U E, right? Q U E. Yeah, Q U E U, I believe it is. Q U E U E. That's what it is. Q U E U E. Yeah, Q U E U E. Okay. So yeah. why why Same with Segway, that's another weirdly spelled one. Right. <laughs> Very true. But anyways, I do remember this actually when Jeff came back from his study abroad. I asked him kind of a similar question you asked, Jared. And I remember you telling me, Jeff, that some of the other people on your study abroad did try to copy the accent and didn't it like piss off some Brits? I, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think, uh, just being the, and that's kind of the stereotype with, uh, with Americans, right? We're drunk and we're loud. Um, and I, and I think that on the, on the subway, you know, shouldn't I have a fun episode yeah. about that? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I assume that anyone would get offended if you're, if you're, if you're, uh, Almost mocking. I mean, it's it's you have to be careful with 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 how you uh, you know you speak in in the native native language. Although I have to say, I love asking British people to do an American accent, and it it is oh my god, it's great. I feel and like they get confused really at well. first, right? They don't really know uh, how to how to go about it, and then they just end up one, failing. One thing I've learned about uh, our our accents is that it's uh, very nasally. Oh, for sure, without a doubt. Because that—that's always the first go-to for. Because I—I've heard a couple, you know, non-non-English speakers attempt an American accent to me, and they always go straight for the as nasal as possible. Seems like the first start, <laughs> right, for yeah. any good American accent. Sadly, I'd say that's fairly accurate. <laughs> unfortunately, I actually get hit with the uh, that I have a Midwest accent a lot. Do you? Oh, do you ever get that, Jaren? I assume that you're. I from don't the really Midwest. get that. No. Okay. No. Um. But I don't think I do have a Midwest accent, to be honest with you. Maybe I do. Does anyone think they have an accent, though? I mean, that, that's that's, that's true. Yeah. That's really but I think mine. I, I think I think mine comes is more valid than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also my opinion else is more thinks. valid than everyone else. <laughs> 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 right. No, that is true. That is true. But uh, like, I don't say pop, for example. I say soda. I've switched to soda. You're right. Oh, yeah, me too. Well, both of you get get out <laughs> yeah. of here. Yeah. Get out of here. And <laughs> also, I I've spent a good amount of my time in like the South and Louisiana and stuff because all my family's there. So that's why I also sometimes assume that I don't have just a straight up Midwest accent because I did spend not like half of my life, but like most of my summers were spent in the South, and I've I've been very exposed. Where like I feel like. My accent's not really anything, just because I've had a lot of exposure to different stuff. I, I I definitely don't have a southern accent. Let me clarify that. Oh, but I love it when you do a southern accent. But on an unrelated <laughs> note, you also lived in Germany at an international school, so you also got a way different type of English while you were there too. Right. Yeah. So. Survival English. You got to speak so people can understand you. I Ex- guess. Exactly. And 
And that's kind of what I've been trying to do now um, is kind of survival English slash teacher English. Um, right, which is kind of similar, probably. Oh, it's very, very similar. There's a lot of parallels that can be drawn there. Being a teacher probably helps. I mean, especially an English teacher probably helps very much with your uh, being able to communicate with uh, people in public. Oh, f- most definitely. Hopefully, though, at some point my check will be good enough where I can just use check. But baby right, steps. I mean, that's the goal. Baby steps. Polyglot, baby. You know, exactly. I mean, uh, I mean, you know, um, every small step is a victory, as they say in Czech. Um, but yes, speaking of quotes, though, I want to lead us into our quote of the pod this evening, which uh, I picked and uh, dedicate this to our amazing guest, Jeff. And the quote is actually wow. by an Aussie soccer player, <laughs> not, a, not a, a philosopher, not an author, um, not a poet, but an Aussie soccer player named Tim Cahill. And he said... Oh, he's Australian? I thought he was British. Nope, he's Australian. He still plays, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. But he's actually like 38, I think. But anyways... Uh, So he's at the end of his... Right. But on to the quote. The quote is, A journey is best measured in friends rather than miles. Tim Cahill. Well, that's beautiful. Uh Isn't it? You guys can't can't see it right now, but but, uh, Jeff and Chad are hugging. Uh Oh. Another kissing a little bit. Oh God! Don't, oh. don't do this, Jared. Don't, don't do this, Jared. God damn it! But yes. So I hope all of our all of our listeners though can take this corny moment to heart and uh, remember that a journey is best measured in friends rather than miles. We would like to. Th- I agree with that. Right, and we would like to thank all of you for listening to our podcast. We will be coming to you. Um, doing God knows what, posting who knows when and where, and also what. But we thank you all for listening. Check out some of our uh, songs of the pod. We hope you all enjoy, and we will talk to you all. Thank you, Jeff, also, by the way. I, oh, I didn't definitely. mean to cut you off right before the end, but thanks, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. thanks, for, fun thanks for having me, guys. Episodes. Thanks for having me, guys. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. So I cut you off right before the end, but we had to, I had to you, say thank you. You did, <laughs> so I'm going to recap it one more time. I want to thank our lovely guest, Jeff, and I also want to thank all of our listeners out there. Please subscribe to us at Untranslatable1 on Twitter untranslatable podcast on instagram and shoot us an email with your favorite untranslatables at untranslatable podcast at gmail.com thank you all and we will talk to you next time